It's time for Who News. News you won't remember next week. Today, Tom Brady is back. I knew it. COVID is back. Cat Williams bomb threat. Obama has COVID, right? Taraji P. Henson demands that Justice Smollett be set free. And a ponytail ban in Japan. Who news? News you won't remember next week. Let's go. What's up, guys? Vaughn Joseph here welcoming you to March 14th, 2022. Just a quick note, some housekeeping here. If you want to see, we're going to do the commentary like I did mention last week, starting this week. So if anywhere you find your audio podcasts, um, Spotify, Amazon, uh, Google Podcasts, I think, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera, um, even on Substack, if you're into that kind of new stuff. And it's still free on Substack. It's free on Substack. Um, we don't charge you to listen there. You're going to get the full show. This is cut down for LinkedIn and I think Instagram, possibly. I don't know if we can fit the full thing on Instagram. But follow us at Instagram at V3TVUK. Follow us um, on Twitter at V3TVUK as well. Anyway, let's get in. Let's get into it. I think I might have killed some of my news stories here earlier. Today is March 14th. It's National Napping Day. You got to love a napping day. Wow. National Children's Crafts Day. Why? National Learn About Butterflies Day. Isn't every day National Children's Crafts Day? What else are the kids doing in school these days? National P.I. Day. Why do P.I.s get a day? When's National Podcasters Day? When's National Trying to Get You Some News and Make Something Happen Day? National Potato Chip Day. Much like Children's Craft Day, that's every day over here. Sorry, the coffee was super strong today. You guys are just going to have to bear with my madness today. And finally, it's National Write Your Story Day. There it is. That's that's National Day for me. National Write Your Own Story Day. Trivia. Polls. Should we do this for the poll for today? I think we are. We're going to do it right now as I'm looking at it. Which movie is funnier? Young Frankenstein, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, National Lampoon's Vacation, or Blues Brothers. Wow, that's a tough lineup. That is a tough lineup. On this day in 2004, the re-election of Vladimir Putin. Speaking of which, um, the intelligence officer and politician who became president of Russia in 1999 upon the resignation of Boris Yeltsin was overwhelmingly re-elected to a second term as president this day in 2004. Uh, basketball player Steph Curry was born this day in 1988. And in 1933, both Michael Caine and Quincy Jones were both born. Um, I don't want to talk about all these people that died on this day. We're not going to talk about deaths today. Um, Albert Einstein was born on this day in 1879 in Ulm, Germany. So that's cool news. That's cool news, right? So, now, some news. Cat Williams, comedian Cat Williams. We're going to lose these headphones. We don't need these. I don't have my earbuds today. Um, Cat Williams pulled the plug early on his Nashville show Saturday night after the venue received a bomb threat. Cat was in Tennessee for his World War III tour. Yeah, we get that. It's jarring. Come on now. But when 10 minutes were left... Before it was supposed to end, someone on the crew told him about the threat. Williams had to make a tough decision, tell the crowd about the terror, about the threat, or just end the show and let them naturally walk out. <laughs> I think Astroworld was obviously his mind. 
worrying that full disclosure might result in a stampede. So Kat just left the stage without saying why. Security took it seriously enough. They escorted him off the stage and hustled him out of there. And uh, he left the venue without any drama. Right. This is the part where you want to listen to us on Substack or Spotify because you're going to miss all the commentary fun. So why wait until 10 minutes is left to call in a bomb threat? What kind of a jackass does that? I worked in this bar in Royal Oak, Michigan around the 9-11 attacks called Woody's. Woody's Diner. <laughs> Good old Woody's. It was my first bouncer job. Yes, I used to be a bouncer. Man, come on. What? Anyway. Only after we kicked this little guy out that he called in a bomb threat. And I can say little guy because he was smaller than me. Who calls in a bomb threat anyway? If you're going to do it, do it. It's like eating a third piece of cake when you're on a diet. You don't announce it. You sneak into the kitchen and you and you eat it. I'm not suggesting people create weapons of mass destruction and go cause harm. But no one warns anyone that they're about to do something like that if it's their true intent. How long until people start complaining about they feel cheated? I was cheated. I didn't get to see the whole show. I want my money back. You owe me 10 minutes. <laughs> well, anyway, you can now do a background check on your potential Tinder dates. Swipe. Taraji P. Henson is coming out in full defense of Jussie Smollett, but it's making a strange comparison invoking the Emmett Till case to try and describe what's happening to him. Saving the commentary for the end, the Empire star, who obviously appeared opposite Jussie through much of the show, took to Instagram this weekend with an impassioned plea on behalf of her friend, posting a photo with the hashtag FreeJussie, accompanied by a lengthy caption. She writes, quote, I am not here to debate you on his innocence, but we can agree that the punishment does not fit the crime. Emmett Till was brutally beat and ultimately murdered because of a lie, and no, and none of the people involved with his demise spent one day in jail, even after Carolyn Bryant admitted that her claims were false. End quote. Taraji adds, quote, No one was hurt or killed during Jussie's ordeal. He has already lost everything. Everything. To me, as an artist not, not able to create, that in itself is punishment enough. He can't get a job. No one in Hollywood will hire him. And again, as an artist who loves to create, that is prison. End quote. Oh, I got to get this one. Sorry. To compare the, the murder of, well, how old was Emmett Till? Like 14, I think. To compare a 14-year-old boy's murder due to serious racism. Emmett Till was in Mississippi, deep, deep south, like the heart of racism. To what this clown did is, is, is a disgrace, at very least, in my opinion. I, I, if I were related to the Emmett Till family should be livid that she even chose to, to dig his name out and, and, and juxtapose it against Jussie Smollett. You must be crazy. The punishment doesn't fit the crime. Are you kidding me? You cannot compare what took place way back then to what this guy went through and brought upon himself. He did all this. He did it. I'm assuming. I don't know. They The, the courts say he did it. So I'm going off of what the courts say. I wasn't there. I don't know. But according to the court records, he did it. 
So why are we defending this? Somebody tell me what's going on with that. This doesn't make any sense to me at all, right? It's wild. So I got more to say, but I don't, you know, this is my industry, so I need to kind of be quiet about it. So anyway, back to the normal part of the news. Reza Ramon is on life support. That sucks. Naomi Osaka brought to tears by a heckler. Oh, Tom Brady is back. I knew it. Tom Brady's retirement lasted two months. The seven-time Super Bowl champ just announced he will be returning to the NFL for his 23rd season. Quote, these past two months, I've realized my place is on the field and not in the stands. <laughs> End quote. Brady, who will be 45 before the 2022 season begins, um, says that, uh, quote, that time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. End quote. The rumors of Brady's return started pretty much immediately after he confirmed the news on February 1st. And his comments in the weeks following certainly made it seem as if he wasn't done for good. Like a week after, Brady flirted with the idea of coming back telling Jim Gray, quote, never say never. The Bucks are clearly in favor of this. General Manager Jason Lick saying the team would, quote, leave the light on, end quote. <laughs> Um, the Bucks went 13-4 last season before losing to the L.A. Rams, who went on to win the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. Brady definitely showed no signs of slowing down last season. He led the league with a bunch of boring stats that we're not going to read. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. You knew I knew it when I told you I knew it. No one is considered the greatest of all time retires after the season is over who doesn't want the ticker tape parade and the and the and the crowd stands you've been there for 20 22 seasons 21 whatever 22 seasons 22 seasons and no thank you good night wave to the crowd can you imagine how many non-tampa bay or non-brady fans for that matter will try to get tickets to his last game the, the energy in that crowd would be so magnificent just to even see that. It's like watching Michael Jordan before he came out of retirement to play for the Washington Wizards or whoever he played for. I don't even know. Plus, this guy won seven Super Bowls. Seven! Then to lose the last game in a bid for eight? Oh, he's just like, oh, no. You don't just get to come to L.A. and take over a team and go to the Super Bowl and win? No, he's coming back for revenge. I had a feeling he would be back. Plus, Giselle is like, mm, so maybe you're going to paint the garage now? You're going to paint the garage? Maybe work on that book you've been talking about? How about you organize your trophy room, Tom? <laughs> Two months later, uh, I'm baby back, baby back, baby back. Get out of here, Brady. Come on. Speaking of back, Chinese authorities have reported 1,337. Sorry, this is going to be a newsreader story, guys. Chinese authorities have reported 1,337 locally transmitted cases of COVID-19 across dozens of mainland cities as the fast-spreading variant commonly known as Stealth Omicron fuels the country's biggest outbreak in two years. The vast majority of the new cases were in the far northeastern Jilin province with 895. Shenzhen reported 75 new cases as residents began the first of three rounds of mass testing. 
On Sunday, officials locked down the city, which has 17.5 million people and is a major technology and finance hub that neighbors Hong Kong. While the numbers are small relative to numbers reported in Europe or in the US, or even the city of Hong Kong, which had reported 32,000 cases on Sunday, they are the highest since the first big outbreak of COVID-19 in the central city of Wuhan in early 2020. China has seen very few infections since its strict Wuhan lockdown as the government held fast to its zero-tolerance strategy which is focused on stopping transmission of the coronavirus as fast as possible by relying on strict lockdowns and mandatory quarantines for anyone who has come into contact with a positive case. Back to normal talk. President Barack Obama has COVID, right? Get well, Brother Barack. Anyway, commentary. I thought this was over, like my cup of coffee, over. Can't this be over? Once they buried the Pfizer report, I knew it. I knew it. I knew things were going to get ugly. Once they tried to bury this report for, what was it, 75 years, I think it said, I had a feeling it was going to get ugly. With over 1,300 side effects, how can you blame them? So Omicron is like Marlboro Light compared to Delta, which is like Marlboro Red. Now they've teamed up and created Marlboro Mediums. So it's like... I don't know what the side effects are. I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm just so bored of it. And we've got millions of people vaccinated. I thought that's what you guys were saying you wanted to do. Hundreds of, excuse me, hundreds of millions. Why are we still not talking about treatments? Jeez, you guys, come on. Stop it. I can go into any pharmaceutical store, any drugstore, any supermarket and get treatment for my cold, my flu, my asthma, my hay fever, for my bad back, my bad knee, my runny eyes, the bump on my balls, whatever. You can get all that stuff. There's treatments. Where, where, this is what I, and people, we were, I had a, I had a uh, issue with somebody, which is really unfortunate. And I don't know why I'm sharing this here with you guys, but I just am because I love you guys for listening. So, and somebody called me a conspiracy theorist the other day. And I, and it really upset me because it's, first of all, I consider myself a truth seeker. I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all. I just want information and I can decide what's what. Kind of like this, the school uniform thing I said earlier. You need to get all the information, then you find out and make your own decision. I don't want to make some, you know, enter into a situation and have this presupposition based off what's there. Anyway, um, where are the the results that the pharmaceutical companies, Pfizer, Moderna, whoever, put out that say these ivermectin and uh, these monoclonal antibodies don't work? Because all they keep saying is that stuff doesn't work. Where is the data that supports that? All you are doing is just saying it doesn't work. So if you you say yours works, and now we have the data in the Pfizer report that says it doesn't, it doesn't. You guys need to try and find, find I don't have a link, or I'm not doing that. It doesn't work. They knew it didn't work. There were people that died right when they got the shot. Like, I think it was like four and well, there's four in billions. Four people got the shot. I think it was four. Died right there. Dead. All these side effects. Cardiac arrest. Um, uh, people are, have neurological effects. They're trembling. They're sh- uncontrollable shaking. All these things. They don't tell you nothing. And I want to see why we're not talking about any of the treatments. 
India has completely more or less wiped it out. How come you don't hear about any cases in Japan? All these places that are using ivermectin. Anyway, I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. All I know is you can't trust a company that's only interested in making money. Go look up the the Bayer um, the Bayer blood um, hemophiliac case where they took the drugs out of the United States because it was causing HIV. And then brought it over here to Europe and knowing that they didn't want to lose money. So, ah, we'll take it to Europe. We don't have social media and internet then. So they don't know about it. They're not reporting it in the news over there. Give it to them. Give them HIV. Anyway, rant over. Commentary ended. Ancient Japanese rock believed to contain a demonic spirit has split in half. No. Staying in Japan, Japanese schools ban ponytails because the nape could sexually excite male students. Oh boy. Japanese students continued to ban, Japanese schools continued to ban female students from wearing their hair in ponytails because the nape of their necks could sexually excite male students. This is similar to the school's white only underwear policies enacted so that they won't show through the girls' uniforms. Wow. Matoki Sugiyama, a former middle school teacher, explained, I've always criticized these rules, but because there's such a lack of criticism and it's because there's but because there's such a lack of criticism and it's become so normalized, students have no choice but to accept them. Parents and students alike pushed for more reasonable guidelines from the prefectural boards of education in June. However, not every school followed suit. In fact, there are still complaints from students who claim their schools won't ease up on dress code restrictions. Sugiyama taught in the Shinzuka prefecture for 11 years and five different schools that enforced these same strict guidelines, during which he campaigned to remove these, quote, unreasonable demands. He said that these gendered rules were sexist and discouraged students' self-expression. Many share these sentiments. Commentary time. Self-expression? <laughs> All right, I'm, I get it, okay? I don't agree with the ponytail, whatever. But self-expression, wrong angle. So they wear uniforms to school. You don't get self-expression. They can express themselves between the hours of 3 p.m. and 8 a.m. only. <laughs> okay, these rules are a bit egregious, okay, but I agree with kids wearing uniforms. I just do. They do it here in the UK until I think you're 16. Um, and I didn't know that until I moved here. And remember the Britney Spears stuff and the opponent in the school? Like, oh, that's sexy, America. That's rape culture. That's disgusting. And even people still wear that stuff on like Halloween. The reason I agree is because you really have to find out who someone is before you can single them out and lock them out, you know, of your social circles or lock them in a locker or flush their head in the toilet because you all look the same. Everybody looks the same. Everyone's on the same level playing field, right? If I'm poor and can't afford the new cool true religion jeans or whatever's trending now, I don't know. You can tell how geeky I am or the new shoes that are cool. You won't know that unless it's between the hours of 3 p.m. and 8 a.m. when I'm not in my uniform. I'm trying to think back when I was a teen and how sexy the nape of the neck actually was. Hmm. It wasn't. <laughs> As a 30-year-old, yeah, maybe a little bit more. Maybe. So these rules really sound like 
Well, anyway, that's it for today. <laughs> I'll catch you on Friday. Please follow the new Twitter account, V3TV UK. Instagram is V3TV UK. Um, you can probably see the full length videos on Instagram, I believe. Um, yeah, that's probably the only place you're going to get the full length videos, as well as on the website, V3TV.UK, which I'd love for you to go to and subscribe to there. I'm redoing that website in a couple hours. I need to get to the gym because this coffee's coursing through my veins. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you when we do. Peace.